and welcome everyone to the Just One More Level podcast. I am your co-host, John. You're not going to introduce me at all? No, no. You're not going to say with or anything like no, that? No, I was going to, I was, you, you you're going to introduce yourself. Yeah, but I figured you would have said like with. I, with, 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 with your, your host, Christian. Yeah. There we go. And yeah. then, and this is a brand new podcast where we're not going to do anything special, really. We are just going to play some games and then we're going to sit down and talk about them. Yeah, specifically, we're just playing like the first hour or so of the game just to kind of get a feel for the game, see what it's about, see if it's something that we would enjoy and want to play more of. Right. Yeah. So it's not like this isn't a completionist podcast or anything like that. This is just uh, two guys sitting down playing some games and then let's bullshit for uh, however long we can bullshit for right. about it. Right. Kind of deal. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful for that because I suck horribly at most games um, yeah i mean i'm not much better at a lot of them to be honest with you we're just we're just yeah and we're two dudes in our 20s mm -hmm. uh terrible at video games it's great right. it's which great. is uh, shocking we should definitely be better for our age yeah group. i mean we are the target demographic for most video games yes but <laughs> yes uh precisely um well i can uh i i can uh, i guess i can start with uh some of my thoughts coming into this more new to yeah. the franchise than you sure yeah but well before we talk about the the, the what you're new about here oh, okay what are we playing today oh we are, what did we play i guess we already played it but. yeah 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 uh, the 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 classic the legend of zelda for the nintendo entertainment yes system. the first the first one mm -hmm. the very um, first the beginning of a legacy here exactly released in 1987 uh first on the famicom and then on to the nes in the united states yep um so let, let me just preface this a little bit when i play a classic game or when i watch an old movie i've, I've talked to you about this before yeah. i usually like to put on retro tinted glasses sure yeah I, I, which i think is fair i think it's good to look at things as if it were new exactly yeah yes if i were a, a guy in his 20s back in 1987 or if i were even a kid yeah a child playing in, it for the first time yeah right when it came out yeah yeah back back then um I, you know, first impression, what would I, how would I feel about it? Not knowing the nearly four decade yeah, legacy yeah, journey that, here that Legend of Zelda has been on since then. And I can, I can say pretty confidently looking at it from that angle, my God, yes. is it challenging? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a very hard game. It, uh, and now maybe that's just because we suck. That's definitely that's a possibility, true. but that's I true. know. So you, you mentioned very quickly that you are kind of new to this game. I have yes. beaten this game in the past. I played an hour of it recently mm -hmm. just to refresh myself, but I have beaten it in the past, but I can say I am no better at it now. And then I was the first time I played it. <laughs> yeah, that, and and I, I I I spent about four hours playing it. Yes. In in preparation for this, um, because the first hour that I spent playing it, <laughs> I was completely lost. I was not making any measurable progress other than gathering hearts when I lost them. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, rupees, which sure. are the currency in game. Um, I I I I did not make. It was bad. So I I cheated. I'll admit, in front of God and everyone, I looked up a walkthrough, <laughs> and I, I I followed it to the letter, and I actually made progress after that. So, on the topic of walkthroughs for these old games, though, I mean, I'm of the mind that they had walkthroughs back then. Obviously, they weren't mm -hmm. as common as they are now, because right. the internet wasn't a thing. Right. But And I mentioned to, it to you before, and it's what I used for my uh, hour or so play of it that I did earlier on right. um, in the manual they actually had a map of the majority of the overworld and the first couple dungeons right now you didn't have you didn't look up the manual like I did I did not so look up the manual no you didn't have it that was, resource I, I had those same things but more, more broken down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> more, more <laughs> granular this this these right. are your steps type of thing right um, but yeah without that manual I would have been completely lost as well like there, exactly. there's yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's a um, very it's for anybody who hasn't played the game you are literally just dropped into the game world there is no intro text there is no direction at all you're a drop down in the middle of a, a small field surrounded by mountains with a cave and three exits right. uh, on the side either one on the top and one on each side of the screen there right. the right and left side and that's it i, I mean not told anything and uh to, to be fair, technically, if you're if you're patient enough, yes. Uh, before you press start, when you're on the main menu screen, true. If you, if you yeah. wait long enough, there's a very there is a paragraph. Yes, yeah. But <laughs> that just that doesn't even tell you what to do though. So no, much. that just that, tells you the story. And then the, I think I can't remember what that paragraph says, but I think it tells you your end goal, which is to yes. uh, excuse me, sorry, to save Zelda, the Princess Zelda, and 
collect the triforce of power basically right yeah collect collect the triforce defeat the end boss ganon yes or uh prince of darkness i think yeah. he's called yeah yeah in, yeah in the text and then well, I mean, uh, there's... ganon is in quotes yeah well because i mean and there's so many like carnations incarnations of ganon over this, the years too this, so yeah um back then i guess i don't know how much of the story they had planned out for like sequels and things so i don't right. know if they knew that like ganon in quotes was really mm-hmm. gonna make sense or if that was just a weird thing they did but right um yeah, yeah. so um yeah, go, go, going into it, I looked up a walkthrough because, of course, I've I've played Legend of Zelda yes. games over the years. Yeah. Um, what was your first, if you don't mind me cutting in there? What my first? my first exposure was, um, I think I was at a friend's house. Yeah, sure. Uh, sometime in the very early two thousands, and he had uh, the Majora's Mask. Oh, nice. On nice. The N64. Okay, that's a good. That was my point. yeah. That was my first exposure, but I watched him play it. Before you ever, right? Because he was a little bastard. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) yeah. He he just wanted to show off how many masks he had collected, (laughs) and me having no context, I was like, "That's that's great. That's That's awesome. Yeah. That's goals in life, man." And he probably only had like three masks, but I mean, to your young mind, that was a (laughs) right. Um, and then uh, after that, uh, in high school, um, my friend Devin. Okay. uh, He had a GameCube. I had a GameCube. He bought the Legend of Zelda collection. Of course he it did. It was yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the first game and second game for the Nintendo. Yes. yes. Great, uh, collection. And then Great collection. The two N64 titles. Yep. Uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's and a Mask. Demo and a, for... a demo of Wind Waker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was uh, going coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, wind, the Wind Waker. Yeah, I for... played so much of that demo. And then the, the weird part for me is I never actually ended up picking up Wind Waker. I had that collection and I played that demo probably a thousand times. And right. then I never even got Wind Waker to this day. That is like the one mainline entry in Zelda I have never actually okay. played, like right. <laughs> other than the yeah. demo. Well, yeah, I've, um, I've tried the demo, but um, yeah. so from that collection, I think I, I think I got about maybe an hour or so into Ocarina of Time. Sure, yeah. I yeah. Um, I tried out the the first game mm-hmm. and. I shut it off like after the first yeah. time I died. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I tried to navigate the world and I was yep. like, I have no idea where to go. I didn't even know you were supposed to go in that cave. Right, right. Your yeah. sword. <laughs> I was I was lost. So I just shut it off. And then See, I went back. I, I tried Majora's Mask because I was like, oh, I'm like I saw this one growing up. Yeah, I know yeah. this one a little bit. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I played Ocarina of Time and I was enjoying it. And then I tried out Majora's Mask and I don't know what I did. Or if it's a glitched copy of the game, <laughs> but I could not move past the first mission. Creepypasta incoming. Creepypasta. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That is that game. Uh, yeah. Ben drowned. Yeah, yeah. One yep. of the one of the first big ones. Um, but uh, yeah. So you in the, in early game, you are exposed to some horrible nightmare fuel. Yes, and, you really and, are. You really are with the happy mass salesman. We right. are going on a tangent about the wrong game. Right I'm now, sorry, but, <laughs> but yes, the happy mass salesman. You have the uh, the apocalypse moon yeah yeah that's going to yeah, crash yeah, into the town in three days which everybody um, should check out the game theory by matt bat just oh, saying, absolutely. You know, of yeah. course um and then uh you are turned into some sort of uh kit little tree kid a deku deku yeah kid. yeah yeah um and, and you got to run around the town collecting something i think fairies yes collect yep. six or seven of them yeah um and I could never find a seventh one. <laughs> I got six of them, and then I just waited for the moon to plow into the town. See, it would never happen for me. So I was a little better off than you then. I, growing up, I did have a Nintendo. I had the, I believe it was the gold cartridge, if I remember correctly, versus the Legend of Zelda, the original. Right. So I did play it as a child. Okay. I did have it, but I don't think I ever even beat the first dungeon. Okay. Like, as, as a child, it was just like, you, even now, like, we struggle with it. I struggle with it, at least. Right. And I just never... I, I never got that far, and I tried, and right. I tried, and I tried. It wasn't until, I think, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, that I ever actually ended up finishing a Zelda title. Okay. Um, and again, I didn't I didn't own an N64 either, mm-hmm. but uh, we had a game uh, rental store right down the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, for any kids out there, it's a place, like a building, where you can go and borrow mm-hmm. games for a fee. I know you wouldn't understand, okay? We're, we're old men here. Well, they know but... <laughs> what, uh, I, mean, I mean, give them some credit. They know what Gamefly is. Yeah, well, I did mean, you, some of them know what Gamefly is. Did you know that Gamefly but... is still going? Yeah. Yes, I did. I almost signed up for it a month or so ago, to be honest. Oh my God. But uh, anyways, oh, yes, I would I would rent the N64 because they did console rentals too. So I would rent the N64 
Um, Chester, just well here, not too far from us, but actually, sure. but, are you uh, talking about the right down there by uh, where McDonald's is, right, right across the street. street? Yeah, right across the street they from the McDonald's. Games. There was a rental, a game rental yeah. place there. Yeah, and I lived in the apartments right there, so I literally just walked down to the game rental store all the time. Bitch. I know, man. This place used to be pretty cool back in the day. I only ever rented tapes. Yeah, <laughs> so I would rent the N64 and a copy of Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask. Now, Majora's Mask required an expansion card for your N64 to actually play. Okay, um, and the game rental place would always forget to give me that expansion card almost every time so i would end up having to walk back to the game rental place right. get the expansion card after arguing with them for five minutes <laughs> and then go back to my house to play it was always a pain in the ass right. but yeah so i did end up playing those games almost to completion but the original i just never did i i did know to get the sword Mm. at least so i don't okay. remember if i saw an older cousin doing it or how i knew about it but right. i did know to get the sword at least right. but i never got very far in there until no. until more recently yeah. um and then something i was going to mention you mentioned that you used a uh, a guide but you mm. did try the first hour without anything so yes. like i can't even blame you there like if right. you spend that long lost on it i i yes just look I, at a fucking guy right like, <laughs> i spent i spent the first hour completely organic i yeah. wasn't using save states yeah i was just using continues yeah. and i wasn't using a guide i was just trying to explore the map the best i could from because uh, of course in the years since i have tried to boot it up once or twice yeah just out of curiosity because i run emulations uh you know emulation software yeah so yeah. i play my old games i'm sorry i'm, I'm a bad person honestly i mean emulation there's nothing wrong with emulation there's yeah. always this nostalgic feeling of playing uh, your, uh, yeah. your hard copy that you right. own but but I've, you I've, get the you get a clearer picture from emulation. Yeah, it works better on modern TVs and, mm -hmm. and monitors and things like that. There are definite bonuses, and of course, save stating, especially for a lot of those old games that don't have the option to save. Exactly. Zelda doesn't have that problem, but a lot mm -hmm. of old games just don't have the option to save. Mm -hmm. So having emulation to save state and things, right? Yeah, and yeah. I've and I've I mean I mean I own the original hardware. Yeah, the you know emulation definitely helps. But yeah, so I was I I explored the game uh, the best I could. I tried to do secret things because I knew that secret passageways and secret objects were a part of the gameplay. A huge part of the gameplay, yes. Right. I yeah. just, I, I knew that through cultural osmosis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hearing, hearing about Zelda over the year, I watch a ton of YouTubers play both new and old games on YouTube. So yeah. I've heard about it before. So I, I, as soon as I collected my first bomb, yes, I was like, all right, I need to look for something in the map that looks obvious enough, but not too obvious. Well, and that's the thing up. about these original games. They didn't have markers for like, no. in the newer Zelda games, there will be like a crack in the wall or whatever. Right. This game, there's none of that. It's just like no. this random tile on the side of this mountain mm. happens to be able to be blown up, but there's no way to know that without a guide or just trying to blow up everything. Even basically. Those on are the guide. Their terminology is almost hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> because they're just like, what you have to do is go to the far right corner. Yeah. Eight sure. screens over, two <laughs> screens up. Go to the far yeah. right corner. Yeah. You want to count the third bush <laughs> from the right. Yeah. You use the candle on that bush. That's how you get the staircase. Yeah. Um, if you decide to continue playing this game, my recommendation to you, you can find like interactive maps for a lot of these old games. Ooh. I would search something like that for your secret Ooh. hunting and things like that. Okay. Plus it doesn't quite give you the walkthrough step by step. So you right. still get some of the sense of exploring, but you can mm -hmm. easily see where like the secrets and things are if you're looking for that. Right, right, so right. that's my kind of recommendation just to, to you if you decide to continue playing this game afterwards. Um, but yeah, so my experience playing it this time, I, I had played it before, like I said, I'd beaten it. So I pretty much knew where to go uh, with the first couple of dungeons. I, I, I went and grabbed the sword, went to the first dungeon. I actually completed that in my first hour and the second dungeon right around the end of my first hour. Died a bunch, though. This yeah. game is still hard as balls, in my opinion. It is. And for me, the hardest parts of it, at least so far, I've only made it to the fourth dungeon. And yeah. I've explored yeah. much of the overworld. The hardest part is the overworld for me, especially... Yeah early game before yeah. you get yeah uh your first sword upgrade and your first shield upgrade and yeah. your first armor upgrade yeah before you get all of that just basic enemy types can Are be doing devastating like, like one heart of damage isn't it yeah in the, in the very beginning in, there in and the you the only start yeah. with three hearts so i mean you take yeah. three hits without picking up a heart piece and you start back from the first yeah ring. there you go you go right back to the start of the game and, and if you, you only get three hearts whenever you die um, right. So even after you collect, let's say, 15 hearts, if you die, you're on three hearts. If you don't have a potion with you or anything, you yeah. have to be able to live to a fairy fountain or until you pick up more hearts or something like that. So yep. Unforgiving. 
But that is the thing that a lot of people really love about this game is you're just mm -hmm. dropped in. You're not giving it's it's not handholdy like a lot of the newer games are. Sure. Um, so that's a, some people's favorite part of the game, right? Is that sense of adventure and figuring it out and whatnot. And if I remember correctly, in the manual, they even recommend making a map, like getting graph paper and drawing right. your own map of the overworld and the dungeons and things like that, Which, just yeah. to kind of keep track of I think what you're doing. Rude rude so, <laughs> it's rude you're giving me homework yeah but i mean like game to get away from doing my homework yes Anna. i'm in my opinion though i think it would have been cool now they were limited by the times but yeah. it would have been cool if there was a like the map automatically filled out like the dungeons do for the right. overworld yeah so as you're moving around in the top left hand corner for anybody who doesn't know there's a quote unquote map really it's just a gray screen with a blinking dot and that dot is where you are but it doesn't show you the separate screens on that map and it doesn't show you like what areas or anything like that no. even after you've explored them so it would have been neat if they just even if it was just like color coded so like uh uh, uh tan color for like the deserty areas a right. green color for the woody type of areas and things like that yeah that would have been a lot of help even but they didn't do any of that they just wanted you to do it yourself i guess or they couldn't couldn't handle it on the hardware that's a possibility i suppose yeah i guess yeah because the dungeons would be a lot easier to a do lot smaller like a lot smaller yeah. take up a lot less memory to be able to to have that map fill out and things like that but i feel like i mean i don't know maybe 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 not but i feel like they could have done something like that if they had really wanted to i really wish they would have yeah it would have been a lot easier it would definitely would have helped they, out a lot. they have in-game sense of course you yeah know, and 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 uh the the first 3d games the ocarina of time yeah. and, and things like that they had a mini map and yeah a full yeah. map if you went to your you know menu, menu and went and searched for yeah, one, yeah like an overworld type of map and things right. like that yeah and of course the all the way up to the newest ones the breath of the wild and things yeah of course that map system is amazing you can set up beacons and yeah 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 markers <laughs> and things yeah. on the map to go find what you need now, the number of secrets in this game, though, I do think is amazing. Almost every screen on the overworld has a secret on right. it if you know where to search for it. Right. So that sort of thing, it really rewards the secret hunters who aren't using a guide or anything like that. Right. Because if you just go around burning random bushes and things like that, eventually you're going to find something. Mm -hmm. Now, unfortunately, sometimes the secrets are something dumb. Like there is one... Uh, so like you burn a bush or open up a door or whatever and you go in and a, a goblin or whatever the hell the creatures are that are in oh, there. Moglin. Moglins. They kind of yell at you for breaking their door and charge you rupees for fixing, right. <laughs> for, for, for the repair service there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there are some that are just like a dick move. Did you but know? most of the time you get like a heart piece or a uh, some rupees or something like that, which is really nice. Yeah. Did you know, I don't know if it's dungeon specific, but the old, the, the old men in the caves. Yeah. That give you things. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I decided just out of curiosity to attack them. Yeah. The fires that are on either side start of shooting them start at shooting at you. Now, I could be wrong. I could definitely be wrong. But yeah. I think if you just spend too much time in there, they start, they start shooting. shooting. I don't think it's specific to if you attack them. Well, he, he but I could be. I could as be. As if he was attacked. So that you may be right. I'm not I positive. Know, yeah. But I, I don't know. It's been quite a while. Um, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, the fact that you ended up playing not only through your first hour, which mm -hmm. was rough for you, but then you looked up a guide. And you, how long have you played after you looked up the guide? After I looked up the guide, probably about three hours worth. Yeah, so I mean, I think so that's I, a pretty good testament to the fact that you, well, you're you enjoying the game at this oh, point, absolutely. right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's that, yeah. the game still holds up to this day, yes. definitely. It just, yes. it's very hard to get into if you don't have the manual in front of you or if you don't want to use a guide. Yeah. And you're not used to the old school method of like drawing out hand maps or whatever like that. It's just very, I can, yeah, I can see it would be hard to get into. But. Right, right. But I, I was... I was committed this time, and yes. in times past, I've always said, nah, I, didn't, I don't know, Tom will just play Mario again. Nah, right, 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 yeah. I'm not <laughs> deal with all this right now. But, <laughs> but look, looking up that guide, I found that it was... it. What, what what you often fear in looking up a guide is that it feels too much like cheating. Yeah, And the yeah, sense sure. that there's no reward. Sure. The guide just says... Hey, if you want a shotgun, what you do is you go down this hall into this door. Step A, B, C. Right. Yeah, step A, yeah. B, C. You get a shotgun. There you go. You won the game. Yeah. But sure. You know, it's it's not like that. It yeah, just it, says. I feel like a large part of that is this game is so challenging just from exactly. a difficulty perspective. And it's yes. not unfair most of the time, like a lot of old games are. It's just a challenging game. So even yeah. if you know where you're going and what you have to do. It's right. still challenging to yeah. defeat all the enemies on your way there. Point, like point A to point B is a challenge to yeah. traverse because you do have to develop skill. You have to yes. develop 
that 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 skill of like moving your thumb around the d-pad so that sure. you can yeah. you can rotate on the spot because your shield does work but you have to be, have facing. To be facing yeah and this game it's worth mentioning this game only has four-way movement so only mm -hmm. up down left right you can't move diagonally or anything like that exactly but a little trick and something that you showed me i already knew about but something mm -hmm. that you had discovered as well is that you can actually throw like your boomerang diagonally even though you can't move diagonally if you press the right button inputs you can do diagonal attacks as well at least with the boomerang i think that's the only weapon you can i might but, be yeah um and, and i'm not sure maybe the arrow or something can some projectile i haven't not. discovered yet yeah uh, have you tried it with the bow and arrow i've not uh, so it may work with that i can't remember if it does or not but it, definitely the boomerang um so there are like advanced plays that you can do there as well yeah um and another thing that just that came to mind here a testament to how well this game holds up just from a fun factor once you know that what you're doing breath of the wild the newest entry in the series mm -hmm. they actually used the uh, original Legend of Zelda as a template. They created all the mm -hmm. physics and puzzles and everything right. in a NES kind of situation. Like it used the same okay. exact sprites, the same overworld system and everything like that. But it had the physics of like being able to knock down trees and have them float down rivers and wind blowing and things like the new Breath of the Wild game is okay. to see if the new mechanics were fun. And then yeah, once sure. they solidified the fun stuff, then they built all of the graphics and world out okay. of the new game. So just a testament to how fun this old game is, yeah. is that Nintendo still uses it, at least for that game, to test new ideas to see how right. they play out before they do all the work of creating this huge, big 3D experience and things like that. Right. And even so. if you just want to use the guide as a kicking off point. Sure. Just, yeah, just to yeah. help you, because literally um, the second chapter of the guide is mm -hmm. called Level 1. Because sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first chapter of the guide is just called Gathering. Yeah. You yeah. just it just takes you around the map and shows you a lot of early game buffs that are relatively easy to get to. Sure. And it, it just tells you if you if you go around, you just go in like sort of a big circle and uncover a couple of real easy things. It's like if you go here. So what here, kind of things here. that have you collect to start with? Uh to start out with mostly rupees and Fair, heart, yeah. heart yeah. containers. Yeah. Um so in this game, there are some basically necessities that you just have to buy, like the mm -hmm. your uh, blue candle, for instance, to burn down bushes and things like that. Yep. Um, there is another candle you can get as an unlock later, but I think you have to buy the blue one. I could be mistaken, but I don't Probably. think there's some like dungeon specific thing you can do. Well, I I, I notice that uh, usually that's how it works with upgrades. Um, yeah. Because you have your your wooden shield. You yeah. start out with a wooden shield. You don't have to buy that or find it. Um, Unless you, can... you lose it. There is an enemy that can actually take yes, your shield from the, you, and then you have to go back and I buy another the, one. The like-like? Something like that. It basically like, like sucks that. you into it, and then right. when it spits you out, it does it without your shield. Right, so. which is rude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, there's 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 that. But, um, the yeah, the other necessities are um, money. The game has a currency system. Yep. Um, there are some items that are restricted to... Um, I don't know what I want to what I want to call it leveling up progress sure uh, okay. things that you acquire along the way for instance there is a cave that you have to uncover with an old man that you get a letter from yeah yep. and then you have yep. to take that letter to an old woman yeah. at the start of the game um and then from that point on a couple shops open around the map that for are available potions. for potions yeah that you yeah. can buy potions now so you need the rupees to buy the potions but before you're able to buy the potions you, you have, have to, to get this unlock first from an old find an old man get this letter right. from him of recommendation i guess i don't know yeah <laughs> what i don't know, know. You I don't know. All that it's just uh this guy's cool he's chill yeah yeah he, no and those potions make a massive it. difference yes. so it's uh i don't usually do all the collecting i usually go straight to dungeon one first not gonna lie and just go okay. straight to there so you can beat the first couple dungeons without very many upgrades right but it would definitely be easier if you had a few extra oh, yeah. hearts and things yeah. like that so yeah because you, you get a heart container after each dungeon. Yeah, one heart container in the rupee, and then each dungeon has at least one hidden item in it as well, yes. which is usually required to progress at some point further on down the line. Yes. But you don't have to do all the dungeons in perfect order. I'm pretty sure no. you can do like dungeon two before dungeon one, just it as is, an example. It is open world. Um, I know that the guide mentioned that often people find it's either dungeon three or four mm -hmm. first. Sure. Just by exploring the overworld. I think, really? uh, yeah, because Dungeon 3 is, um, you, you go up a little bit to the water yeah. where there's uh, not the little bridge, but the longer bridge. Yeah. You you go across the longer bridge. Sure, and yeah. I think yeah. you just go over left by four or five screens. Yeah. And that's and just the there. dungeon's just right there. Sure, yeah. I can. I guess I can see it. Whereas so, Dungeon 1, you kind of have to go off to the right, go through mm -hmm. this forest a little bit, and then kind of yeah. cut over to the left to yeah. be able to get to it. So I can kind of see... Yeah, and there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of harder enemies on that route too, just 
Yes. Um, uh, the uh, the Moglins are yeah all, yeah. So the, the, it'd probably just kind of be easier. Yes. I can I can see that. I can see people getting to Dungeon Three first. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I mean, I know I I really enjoy this game. I I really love it now that I've gotten a little bit older and just a little bit better at the game, good enough to get through it. Right. It's a strong recommendation for me to anybody who is into retro games or just really into the Zelda franchise and wants to kind of yeah. see the roots of it. See where it all began. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Ganon it always comes back. In, in one form or another, yeah. <laughs> or another. In, uh, in the most recent Zelda entry, he is a giant storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Calamity Ganon, yeah, I think is what they call it. Calamity Ganon. Yeah. Uh, I know in the old N64 ones that I've played, he was kind of like a guy. Yeah. He was just a guy. Yeah, and then yeah. He turned into a monster. Yeah, to like this. Well, the, the thing is, he's he's like a guy possessed by like this pig dude or something like that. Right. I'm, I'm in in the first game, he's just like I'd a pig read dude. into it again. Yeah. Yeah, but in the later games, he's like a guy possessed by that pig guy or something like that. And that's right. Ganondorf, not Ganon, if I right. remember correctly, is yeah. how they differentiate between the two. Now, he's not the the boss in every Zelda game. There are a few where there's oh, really? the non-Ganon bosses. Yeah, Specifically, I think it's like the Capcom-made Zelda games for the Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Okay, I'm fairly certain Ganon isn't the final boss in those games, just as okay. an example. So that would be a Link's Awakening. They just did a Switch remake of that. I'm, I'm pretty right. sure it's not Ganon in that one. Well, actually, I know for certain. It's not because the, the lore of that game is you're trying to get off an island. You're not in Hyrule. You're in a different oh, okay. area of the world. Okay. So just as an example, um, and the DS games like a uh, Spirit Tracks and whatnot, I I'm, I'm not positive, but I think it's not Ganon in those okay. games either. Okay. But uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm assuming this is a recommendation for you too. Then like hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it gets it gets more fun. The fun is exponential. Yes. It sure. Gets, it yeah. gets more fun. As you play, it rewards you more for having played, having found those items that you need to find. Definitely. Um, yeah. it, it becomes easier to defeat the random enemies in the map. So because as you play the game, um, your your goal kind of switches from I need to explore this map to figure out where to go. Yeah. To I need to get to the next dungeon or to the next secret area. Yeah. So yeah, sure. as you sure. play the game and it gets easier for you to play and for you to navigate that overall. Yeah. Because of your gear. Um it's a lot more rewarding because now you can just breeze past those screens that were just kicking your ass yes, yeah. <laughs> at <laughs> the beginning. You, yeah. you just breeze past that screen because now you know, oh, if I just walk up here, I can avoid that. Or yeah. if I, I just get them a couple times, I'll Especially because the like, screen. as you move on, you don't need rupees as much once you buy right. the necessary items. Exactly. Because the only real reason to kill enemies is if you need their drops. And the only things right. they drop are rupees, bombs, heart pieces, or random fairies. Right. So if you don't need any of those items anymore, you can also just skip a lot of the enemies, which makes the overworld traversing quicker right. as well. You don't have to spend as much time grinding out exactly out yeah. the, the so that, kills. that yeah that way the more the more advanced you are in the game the further along you are on getting the dungeons complete uh the easier it is to play yes the easier it yeah. is to navigate where you're going and then the dungeon becomes the challenge yes. which is is it has a very a very good pace yeah i would say yeah it's uh the, the best way i could describe it is it's paced very well yeah it's a slow burn at the beginning but then as you come towards the climax of the game it feels a lot more climactic yes and you yeah. feel rewarded and that for having i know you've that. never gotten there you've never done it but that final yeah. dungeon is a bitch though like yeah, <laughs> if bet. you do complete if you do finish playing this game i'm interested to see i probably um, will what, yeah. what you do there um mm -hmm. so if you use the guide it probably won't be as hard for you if you use the guide for the final dungeon mm -hmm. but just let me tell you my first time through that took just that final dungeon took probably nearly as long as the rest of the game just you trying just, to like move around through everything oh, without no. a guide it was just it yeah. was rough and i died I so many times there's just some enemy types that i cannot reliably kill i just have so much trouble with them yeah um but big one for me is the um i don't remember what they're called but they uh th you can see them under the ground and then they pop out oh yeah yeah they, they, they yeah. kind of spin the big spiny spin yeah yeah i can't um, remember their names either they make yeah. appearances in some of the later games too I, but i can't remember i want to say tech tights maybe but i know I that's really one know. of the enemy types but i can't remember if that's the little pop out of the ground ones or the little spiders sure yeah <laughs> uh, i don't yeah. i don't i don't remember the spiders that the jump water spider the looking things yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I don't remember one way or another um oh a uh, little tidbit um for for um for for your information yeah. i'm sure you don't know my uh my favorite game is minecraft okay um, yeah yeah never would have guessed never would have guessed yeah, yeah. never would have guessed from all the conversations i've uh subjected you to yeah, <laughs> yeah about yeah, minecraft yeah. and yeah. minecraft related things i think that it's a very good possibility that slimes in minecraft were inspired, inspired by yeah okay. by the voles and gels yeah i could see that in zelda because in zelda in the dungeons very common 
weak enemy type is something called a vol. Yeah. And it's just this little blob, and it, it moves around the screen, and when you hit it, it breaks apart into smaller things yeah. called yeah. gems. Yeah. Which are, are both very, they sound very synonymous to slime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a vol and a gel. You know, I mean, and honestly, since this was originally a Japanese game too, that could just be a yeah. translation thing—the gel versus slime. Like, I could right. see a translator. I don't know enough Japanese to know, but I, I could imagine that that yeah. word that they use could probably be translated either right. way as gel or slime, since it's such a similar mm-hmm. type of thing. There, right? Yeah. Um, a little tidbit for you while we're talking about tidbits: the bats and those little tiny slimes. Once they fall apart, mm. interesting thing about those: those are actually coded to have zero health in the game. They're actually already dead whenever they appear to you. Um, But nothing in this game dies until it's hit by something. Right. So even though it has zero health, it just doesn't die. So the boomerang, which does zero damage, it still triggers a damage update, even though it doesn't, like it triggers it at zero. So that'll actually kill the bats and the slimes. It does. Which is just an interesting little thing, even though it does no damage at all. And that's what I use uh, most often on those... uh, Little bouncing uh, Jigglypuff looking guys. Yeah, <laughs> Jigglypuff um, looking guys. Sure. Yeah, right. or or more more Clefairy, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. Um, they, they 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 jump yeah. all over the dungeon, and when you kill them, they break apart into the bats. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, and, then, and then you have to kill the bats. <laughs> which again, there's a name for the bats. I I apologize. Anybody listening to this? Yeah, the purist. That, that is a huge Legend of Zelda fan. Calling yeah. <laughs> these things bats, and I know you're just just boiling at the moment in your seat for me yeah. calling them bats. I don't know. They're bats, okay? Yeah, and they're not. What they are. And I know what the snakes are called, but I'm not calling them a rope, okay? <laughs> they're a snake. You can stop it right now. Well, um, that's the problem, which is a lot of old games. Like rope, I'm sure a better translation would have been snake. Like, right? Maybe that was that's their what it was. I feel like I feel like it was snake a translation was, too. Probably because like I, I don't know. I, the... I imagine that tektite and like like are made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Most you likely. Know? Um, like, but I know like with a lot of these old games, I don't know the translation story for this one specifically, but the translation story for a lot of these games is the translator. It's usually like a one man job and he's just giving like a sheet of like sometimes actually just a spreadsheet on a computer mm-hmm. with a bunch of terms in Japanese and then just told to translate it, not giving any context, not giving like a screenshot of what the enemy looks like or anything yeah. like that or what was said previously or what okay. is going to be said afterwards. Okay. They're just here's a Japanese word or Japanese sentence mm-hmm. give it to us in english yeah. and that's where a lot of translation errors on these old games come from right. so i i imagine it was probably a similar story with this so he okay. probably just had a word and right. was just like okay rope yeah that's that's the closest english word to what this japanese thing is that i'm being given here so right okay that yeah. makes sense because like that's my guess i could be completely wrong well i know i mean i i i have very little experience with other languages sure, other than sure. two years of spanish in high school yeah yeah 10 years ago so, yeah right um, right you know i i i know i but i remember that a lot of words literally translated to something different yes and i like for instance i and i apologize for butchering it but um every day when we came in she would ask us how the weather was sure and it was something along the lines of uh k tiempo ase oi okay which literally translates to what is the weather making yeah 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 but yeah (laughs) colloquially in spanish you would translate that in english as how's the weather sure yeah that's that's how you would you would say that to another person yes yeah but in in uh, certain languages there is just no direct translation word for word or if you did it just wouldn't make no sense right in that other language and wouldn't make no sense and i i have enough exposure to japanese to know that a lot of japanese terms and sentences and words are that way as well like if you try to translate directly from japanese to english right you can do it technically right but it would make no sense to any english speaker out there (laughs) like it's just not gonna just doesn't work that way and so i imagine that's where a lot of those things like um rope came from right yeah yeah. rope rope just that's my rope. favorite enemy in the game is rope is rope. Sure. <laughs> right um so uh we we can talk about uh pet peeves yeah uh, yeah sure. do you have uh, any, what are your pet peeves well yeah. i mean other I than mean, the being lost for your first hour of sure. gameplay there yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean obviously this game is beloved by many it is it has created a 40 near 40 year legacy at this point yeah 1989 1987 87 was that it was was the release year uh was that the japanese or english do you remember i think english english i think japanese was the year before because 86 or whatever yeah 86 because i think that's when the famicom disc system came out and this was one of the famicom disc disc game um 
because the original Famicom was, I think, out a couple years before the NES. Yeah. The NES debuted in 85, holiday season 85, and sure. then the, the Famicom was out in, like, 82 or 83. Which, yeah. Good yeah. for them. In 82, we were still on Atari, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we had that big game, uh, video game crash over here in America right. back then, so yeah. video games just weren't much of a thing, and that's... Just, I know this isn't any way related, related to Zelda, but one of the big things for... Uh, just Nintendo in general, whenever they brought over the Nintendo to America, that's mm -hmm. why we got that weird clamshell type design that we got right. was because they wanted it to look more like a VCR and they wanted right. people to have that kind of putting the cartridge in, closing it and pushing it down kind of right. feel like loading something into a VCR because video games were dead in America. Nobody thought they were going to make a comeback. Right. And, and then Nintendo uh, took a chance. And yeah. And that, and that, and that led to the, uh, the common expression, Nintendo tapes. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that expression. Yeah, so I don't know how common that is, but sure. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. That's what Nintendo mom, tapes. That is what my mom and every parent I've ever heard talk about <laughs> Nintendo. It's your, your Atari tapes and your, your Nintendo tape. tapes. No, we called them cartridges. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. We called them carts or cartridges. You were, yeah. You guys were fancy. Yeah. We were, we were ahead you of probably the time. Had, so you guess. probably had the name brand soda too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, guys I, don't remember. I remember lots of nights of eating uh, uh, grapes and cheese, though. I remember that. Yeah, okay, but, yeah okay. uh, I mean, we've that been brand there. name so soda. I don't, that brand name soda. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Remember. That's that's how you know you've made it in America yeah, yeah. is when you can keep brand name soda stocked yeah. in your. Food. Yeah, yeah, and grapes and cheese. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, American cheese. None of that fancy shit. Okay. No, just, no, no, no. Just I, I'm Fine. sorry. I was a child. Okay. I I wouldn't eat American cheese straight anymore, but. Mm -hmm. There, there was the dark Absolutely. times, and like the dark times. Hey, you wake up in the middle of the night, you're not going for a glass of water in <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> you're going for a drink of iced tea straight out of the pitcher and a slice of American cheese. That's American cheese. Yeah. Oh, my God. For God's sake. It's terrible. For anybody not from America, just don't. It's not worth it. No, because it's, it's, it's plastic cheese. This is... Yeah. Uh, this it's is the worst tangent I think we've ever been. Yeah, on. this isn't even about video games. This is about cheese. food, cheese, 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 American cheese at that. The worst kind of cheese. Literally dyed yellow because Americans are stupid. <laughs> and they think that There's cheese. white version. Okay. No, the the worst the thing is. The real American cheese is white. And yeah. then they have a whole other genre. <laughs> well, it depends. dyed yellow. It because... depends. You can make yellow American cheese naturally. Uh, because uh, of how American cheese is made, you get to pick what kind of cheese you make it from. Uh -huh. So you can use a high grade cheddar. There's just no reason to, because once you turn it into American cheese, it's trash anyways. So right, like, right. Um, but one of the other things, uh, cheese-related, what was I was going to say something cheese-related, but I completely cheese. forget what it was now. One of the other things cheese-related. <laughs> just cheese-related. got a lot to say about cheese. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Oh, but uh, I, it doesn't matter, I guess. Okay, yeah. so, Tangent uh, over. <laughs> pet peeves. Yeah, about, pet peeves about the game. game. Okay, so I, I personally th find it quite offensive okay. that when you die, you start back at three hearts but oh, okay so let me I, <laughs> set the scene let me let me set the scene you go out throughout the game and you find heart containers yes. that hold your yeah. life okay and you fill them up with hearts that enemies drop or from fairies yeah. either from the two fairy fountain screens on in the, the overworld yeah. on the overworld or by fairies that enemies drop yeah so you have you fill up all these hearts mm -hmm. when i start out the game first screen I have three hearts, and I can shoot my sword. I'm either shooting beams out of my sword, or I'm shooting my sword. I'm throwing my sword. So I, of, I think it's a beam as well. I it's think it's a beam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you you shoot things out of your sword. So you start off right off the bat. This isn't a euphemism, by the way, I promise. No, even, <laughs> even with the wooden sword, you have a sword beam yeah. if you're at three hearts. Yes. But what I, to my disbelief... And I was very offended that when you get more heart containers, it does not take three hearts to shoot your sword. You have to be at absolutely full health. Yes. Regardless of how many you find. I'm past the fourth dungeon. I'm at 11 hearts. Yeah. <laughs> so I ha are you telling me that if I get hit a bunch of times in the dungeon, I get all those hearts back just to shoot my sword? Yeah. Yep. I, I would have been better off not getting them. Now, to be devil's advocate, though, the two fairy fountains on the overworld are fairly easy to get to. They are. And they completely refill your health, if I'm Absolutely. not mistaken. So you can go to one of those fairy fountains and refill just to play devil's advocate, I get where the frustration comes from. It was like it, because I you would have like, to go out of your way every time you die. Like. And, and I remember being super excited because I was like, "Oh my goodness, heart containers! Now I'll be able to have, I'll be able to take a lot of hits and still, and still use have that a projectile." Gotcha. I was like, "Because gotcha. because uh, I thought in my brain, I was like, all right, when I get that heart container, now you know, now I'll have time.' Yeah, still having a projectile without having to buy arrows or anything like that. And I can see where you're coming from. The and, idea yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just, then. 
then and then but it, it and then i thought to myself you know it's going to get bad if i lose all those hearts and i get below three hearts because then i'll have to go back to yeah. just yeah. sticking people <laughs> with my sword you know um but no it's not like that at all the game hates me and the game it, hates it, me. It, it completely just it strips you down you have to have all of your hearts in order to do anything and that that just it's just no good. Also, the gray rectangle that they're trying to peddle as a map. Yeah. In yeah. the top left corner of the screen. The best we, map. We touched on that a little bit. Um, I think, but that's that's about it when it comes to, like, big gripes about the game. I don't think there's any, like, there's no huge fatal flaws. There's no huge glitches. Yeah, honestly, I age. mean, for me, it's every quote-unquote pet peeve i would have would come down to my own personal skill sure because there are some parts where i feel it's a little too difficult but that's just because mm -hmm. i'm bad at the game if i got better at the game then i wouldn't have that issue right yeah so you the gotta only... get good yeah yeah you gotta get good man uh so the only pet peeve i would have is that the map thing that we touched on does kind of bug me um but i do wish there was some sort of even if they don't show you where, like, the crack in the wall to show you where a secret is or mm -hmm. uh, the have a bush look a slightly different way to to signify that there's a secret hidden there. I understand them not wanting to do that, but it would be nice to some sort of tracker so you could tell where you tried to blow up something before or what bush you tried to burn before. Like a scorch mark. Yeah, exactly, because if you weren't using a guide or anything like that and you were trying to find all the secrets... There are probably thousands of bushes and only, yeah, you know, yeah. tens of them can actually be burnt down. They, so they use memorizing them, all of them are just... Yeah, they use them to define the path. Yeah, yeah, literally, they use the them game, to define the use, path in all yeah, the areas. So. The, the, the art assets to define the path that you can go in the game. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah that would be really helpful. Uh, two, two more. I think that um, I do like that they include characters... Uh, in the game that uh, are there to help you along either by selling you things or giving you hints yes the hints but are a little rough <laughs> i i wish that they were hints they're not hints they're they're anecdotes yeah yeah and again i want i kind of <laughs> wonder again if a part of that was due to translation like if they weren't been. given context if they were just given a japanese sentence in japanese maybe right. that is a actual hint Sure. Whereas in the yeah. translation, they may not have known where that dungeon it was trying to point you toward right. was, so it just gave a literal translation that made okay. sense. Right. I wonder. I could be wrong, but right. you know, that's Because because my... they don't sound uh, enticing. At yeah. All. They they yeah. just. I think one of them literally was you find one in a dungeon, not yeah. just in the overworld. Yeah. But you find a guy in a dungeon mm -hmm. that just says something like, "Go to the top of the waterfall." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go to the, yeah. Go to the top. Just and go to the top. That sounds like a game, game <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. And turns yeah. out at the top of that waterfall is a really awesome sword. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You know what I mean? Like he could have say, I don't know, he could have made up like a limerick or <laughs> some kind of riddle that, that made you think about it yeah. you know, a little bit. Yeah. You're, you're just like... Kept it there in the back of your mind. And right. I could see that being an issue with it being so forgettable, that one specifically. Right. If you didn't go straight to the top of that waterfall, you would probably completely forget that some man, yeah, some random old man was like, go to the top of the waterfall. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. You said you had two. What was the... Uh... Uh, the other one is um, sort of a devil's advocate thing. Yeah. I And I'm, I'm working against myself because I really <laughs> enjoyed that this was in the game. Yes. But I think it's a little cheaty. Okay. You can shoot the sword beam. Yes. And most other projectiles through solid objects yes yes you can. Uh, the the barriers in the game that you cannot walk through almost always you can shoot through yes to yeah. uh, to kill enemies on the game and i found myself using that to your advantage in spite of myself yes i found myself cheesing yeah and staying at one edge of the screen and just kind of moving up and down the screen and waiting sure. for the enemy path to intersect with mine and then shooting projectiles across the screen sometimes i feel like that's almost necessary though just because sure. the game is difficult yeah and it's definitely not like a bullet hell per se uh game but there are moments where there will be like five enemies all shooting projectiles and fire From pits. All different angles. yeah and fire pits on top of that shooting projectiles at you at the same time yeah so it can become incredibly hard to dodge everything coming at you if you yes. don't use some of that quote-unquote cheese there so yeah it wouldn't hold that against you i think that's just kind of how you have yeah. to play the game yeah, yeah 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 um but i i could i i suppose that's not a personal great because i i i cheese it i use it yeah constantly. yeah definitely same um, here same here and that that's that's another reason that added to the frustration of not being able to keep my hearts or my my projectile when i get uh 
you know, less than full health. Because then you lose that ability to Because then I lose the ability, the yeah, to shoot things across the screen, except for my boomerang, which doesn't do me any good. Yeah. Because by the time I make it over there... They're already unpaused. They're already on the other enemies are in the way, yeah. Yeah, the boomerang One thing I will mention, enemies, you, so. you mentioned how uh, just a very small gripe you had was that mm. the bow and arrow used your rupees. Yes. As, instead of ammunition. Yes. Which I think that was just to save like memory and things like that. But anyways, mm -hmm. I will say, small spoiler for you here, you can get an upgraded arrow okay. at some point where it's just free. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the the bow and arrow will become more useful to you. I was just some upset because I had to pay 80 rupees for essentially one arrow. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, essentially. I had to and then it's one, arrow, one rupee yeah. per arrow afterwards. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was yeah. 80 rupees to get the arrow. Yeah. And then I didn't even have a bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, thought, I thought maybe that I was buying a quiver no, of arrows and that I was going to have to go back and pay for more arrows. No. Like I thought no. it was going to load me up with 80 arrows. No. Or something like that. And then when I ran out, I'd have to go spend 80 more rupees yeah. to get, which I suppose, you know what? To At be the end fair, of the day, yeah. It, it translates about the same. Yes, yeah. So yeah. It's just a arrows. little more convenient to it's, not have to go back right. to the shop constantly. So yeah, I guess it's, it's going to spend my rupees either way. So yeah. I don't even know why I'm <laughs> now that they broke it down. They're smarter. They're smarter than me. They, they, I mean, that's why they're game designers and we're two guys talking into a mic, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Oh my goodness. Now I'm getting existential. You could, you could think about that either way. It's more convenient to buy in bulk at the store, but you're yep. drinking your money either way you know, there you I'm, go i'm talking about water yeah i'm not, <laughs> I'm not drinking, drinking my money in other oh, um goodness. any other final thoughts anything else you want to throw uh, out there final thoughts yeah. i suppose um i suppose i haven't touched on on uh the graphics yeah i i think that everything in the game graphically looks great except for the environment I don't mind the environment, to be honest. It's plain. Yeah, it's, it's very plain. It, it's very plain. And um, I think if I just from a little bit of game development I've done, if I if I had to sure. guess why, it would be that they wanted to have more varied enemies. You're right. So they used up most of the very very limited memory that they had back then for right. sprites and things like that. Right. To make more varied enemy types. Sure. And so yeah. then they only had a few different overworld sprites that they were able to to pack into the game. If right. I had to guess, uh -huh. which I, I would take that trade off. You know, more unique enemies for a more yes. bland overworld, especially because the overworld's not bad looking. The bosses look good. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, and they're usually the like multi tile really sprites and yes. things like that, very mm -hmm. large compared to you, which is just one little tiny tile. So right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So that, yeah, that, that makes sense, I suppose. Um, the, um, and then, uh, one more positive thing, uh, the music iconic. Oh yeah. I mean, everybody, even if you haven't played iconic. Legend of Zelda, you've probably heard yeah. uh, the Zelda theme song, the, like, the, either the overworld theme song or perhaps the, uh, the title theme, the, the, the little ditty that plays like when you find something. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, da, I, da, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that on a bunch of different things. I've seen that on, I don't know, just memes. I've seen yeah, ringtones everywhere. <laughs> I've, I've seen it memed in Minecraft. Yeah, the yeah, blocks. yeah, yeah. When yep. you when you when you activate a redstone thing and you get into a secret area, yeah, they yep. have blocks under the floor that play that. Yeah, you know? very similar jingle. Yeah, yep. yeah. So I've 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 seen it many many places. Um, it's it's amazing. The the score is outstanding. I forget who did the score. I used to know. Uh, no, my fir first thing that came to mind was Toji Kondo, but I don't feel like uh, that's okay. the right person. So no. I'm fairly uh, certain that's not. I, I know. Yeah, I know he's done other uh, game scores though that were also very well regarded. Um, but yeah, I love the score. I love the gameplay. I'm so invested. I'm still interested. I'm still using a walkthrough, but I'm <laughs> I'm still uh, interested and invested in what's going on. And I think I'm gonna play it till I beat it. Yeah, and it is Koji Kondo okay. was the composer there, so I did actually have that one right. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm I will definitely be playing it again. So for anybody who doesn't know, I have a second podcast that I do, uh, the Gaming Cog Podcast, uh, where we actually complete games, um, and then and well, not complete, but beat games at least, finish games, and then we talk about them. Myself and a friend, uh, John or Austin, I guess. Uh, is a more accurate name, not the guy sitting next to me. Right. Uh, but anyway, so I will be beating the game for that. And uh, but even if I wasn't, I would probably finish the game again just because it is a great time. Like it's oh, a yeah, lot absolutely. of fun. And one of the things Nintendo is really good at with these older Nintendo games is just making them timeless. The graphics hold up excellent uh, even to this day. The gameplay most of the time holds up very well even to this day. So yeah, yeah it, it's worth it's it, as long as you aren't put off by old school pixel art type deal. Right. I, I would suggest the game for anybody, really. But yeah. I would agree that for most people, 
look up a guide. Look up a guide or at least look up the manual that came with the original game just to give you a push in the right direction, if nothing else. Yes. So I, I, I feel after this, I will probably be BB. BB. I will probably be purchasing a uh, map as a poster. Oh, cool. nice. Yeah, that, that's a, I, that would be I, an awesome that, thing to have on the wall. Yeah, that, that would be pretty cool. I've seen those types of things before. And I think the Legend of Zelda map is very aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, when you look at the full thing, which I, you know, I found on my walkthrough and the full thing all laid out is actually really cool. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Any other final thoughts? Anything else you want to? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I also have a YouTube channel. Um, I, well, you didn't even mention a YouTube channel. You mentioned another podcast. Yeah, the other podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Well, we're, at, we're at that point. We have nothing left for the game. We're at that sure. point. Let's plug ourselves. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I have a YouTube channel. I am the Dorse Man. I haven't done a whole bunch of uh, very interactive like gameplay type things. I've done a couple mess arounds with Minecraft and some pixel art diaries for yeah. Uh, yeah for a little game project that you and I are working on. Yeah, something else to note is that we do do game development ourselves. We've never gotten to the point to where we're comfortable releasing anything, but it's something that we do in our spare time, and we do have an idea that we will be working on soonish. Yes. um for a full-fledged game and uh i'm as these podcasts go on you guys will definitely be hearing more about that so oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. um so yeah if you want to check out the youtube channel if you want to check out christian's other podcasts you want to check yep. out christian's uh twitch stream yeah yeah i have twitch and youtube myself uh stream all the steam or stream the steam on their twitter account as well um if you ever feel like for for most of these games that we'll be doing on this podcast i will probably be live streaming me trying them out occasionally i live stream stuff from my other podcasts as well and sometimes i just play games i like to play um like right now i've been playing a lot of fallout new vegas um on pc and a little bit of like the witcher and just just different random things just general gameplay i don't have a theme that i follow or anything like that just you know a dude dicking around on the internet that's it really there you go there you go and uh i i believe that um uh heading forward from this point i will probably be recording the games that we talk about on the podcast sure. as well. Just a, awesome. just a short little YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. yeah just my first impressions. Because a lot of the games that I am uh, going to play that we're going to cover are going to be new new to me. Yeah, yes. a lot of them will be new to me as well. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. There, there will definitely be situations where both of us or one of us have played, maybe even completed games before. Yeah. But yeah, one of the big things that I wanted with this podcast was be able to experience games we've never played before exactly. and figure out whether it's something that we want to play. Because, I mean, right. there's so many games out there now. It's just I, really have my, I have my fingers crossed for a Super Nintendo title for next week. Yeah, what's that? What that, 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 that I'm going to conv- I'm gonna try to convince you. Going to, to try. Yeah, I was going to say I haven't and, heard it yet. Yes, what's going on? Um, uh, I, I, I would love next week yeah. to cover one of my favorite Super Nintendo games. Okay. Uh, Porky Pig's Haunted Hollow. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's 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 a classic. A classic, yeah. No, it's not a classic. It's very niche, but I think I really like it. Yeah. I don't think I really like it. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I really like it, and oh I think that is it. It is an unsung hero of the Looney Tunes genre. You hear a lot of crap about Looney Tunes games in yeah. general. Yeah. There's the the infamous Bugs Bunny birthday blowout yeah. series <laughs> on the NES and the Game Boy and oh things like God. that. So. I, I think that they they cranked out one good Looney Tune game and, and then it just went unnoticed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm sure if, even if it's not next week, I'm sure we'll end up giving it a try sooner or later. So yeah, yeah, we'll definitely uh, we'll get to that point. But that, uh, and that's one I've beaten. Yeah, yeah. I've beaten You've actually game. beaten that one before. Yes, okay. yes and I have yeah. it marked on my phone calendar. <laughs> the day um, that the you beat day it. That I beat that game. Yes. Uh, four, four Proud years gaming ago. achievement there. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. But all right. I mean, I think that's all I got for this time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's all I got. So thank you very much, everybody, for joining the Just One More Level podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, make sure you tune in next week for possibly, what was it, Porky Pigs? Porky Pigs Haunted Holiday. Haunted Holiday. I call it Porky Pigs Nightmare because that's what it is. Yeah, because the whole game is a nightmare. The that's what game, it sounds like. The whole game is a nightmare and the whole game is a dream. Yeah. <laughs> and, thank and, you so and, much for joining, everybody. Till next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.